0: we follow his design, uh, we'll tend to flourish. Things will work out. Uh, what happens though, is sometimes we, we lose sight of that and we go on our own path. And, um, I've been down the wrong path. And, um, so two paths, man, uh, husbands, fathers can follow. Um, one, <laughs> one is, um, leads to selfishness and it, it's, um, Selfishness kind of dominates this path. And uh, it can play out in selfish aggression or selfish passivity. So some examples, selfish passivity. A failure to engage spiritually or emotionally, a failure to lead spiritually, um, engaging in fantasy instead of reality, or silence in a moment where words are needed, or just pure laziness. So those are some examples of how we as men sometimes fall into sin in terms of passivity. The other other side is selfish aggression, and that can play itself out, uh, you know, in abuse of uh, both wife and her children, um, thoughtless criticism, verbal abuse, using money or power to control people, um, abandoning your wife or children, getting involved with pornography, or cheating on your wife and children. And so, uh, again... This is a road that will leave you unsatisfied and always wanting more and more. And, um, and it's sin that leads to death. And the Bible says sin leads to death. And if, if you've ever been walking out in the woods and you've come across a, a dead animal and uh, you know how that, that smell of death just encompasses you, um, well, that's what this does. That's what this path leads to. Where the um, the stench of death just surrounds you, it surrounds your family, and it can even surround your church. It can surround your community, your country, the world. And so, um, there is another path, though, and it's by following God's design. and And that path is is known. Um, it involves sacrifice, and it leads to fulfillment and flourishing. Um, and it it leads to the sweet aroma of God's presence. And thank God, uh, He is in the business of pulling us off of one path and bringing us back to the other. And so, we're going to talk about, um, so I need go ahead and put the first slide up. Uh, what's God, what is God's design for dads? What are we supposed to do? And so I've got four quick things I'll just go over with you. Number one, provide for the family. Uh, Genesis 2.15 uh, God placed Adam in the garden to work. It says he was to work it and keep it. And this was before even the fall happened and, and work got harder. So, men, we were created to work and to work hard. And so, you know, we're to work hard and go to bed tired. That's how we we were designed, and that's what we should do. We should practice that on a regular basis. That's why lazy men uh, are dangerous. They tend to fall into things some of these sins we were talking about, the passivity sins, lazy men tend to go that way. And that's why we should work. But we should not work so much that we uh, don't meet the other three things, not at the expense of the other three things. Number two, our second job, protect the family. Um I mean, God gave us testosterone for a reason, and that was not an accident. He made us generally bigger and stronger. And we are to provide physical protection for our wife and for our children. Ephesians 5.25, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. That could be a physical, I'm going to give my life, lay my life down for my wife and for my children. And that's the way it should be. But also, we need to protect our wives and children spiritually. So there's a, there's a, a bigger meaning um, Ephesians 6.18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. If God is asking us to pray for all the Lord's people, surely he wants us to pray for our families and our wives even more. So be alert and pray. Spiritual protection. Which leads me to number three. Uh, promote God and the family. Deuteronomy 11.18-19. through 19. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking to them while you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. So pretty much all day long, we're to talk about the Lord, and we're talking about his love. Um, so we're to be the spiritual leader of the home. We're to pray with our wife, pray with our children, we're to lead devotionals, talk about the goodness of the Lord. Number four, practice sacrificial love within the family. And this is probably the most difficult one for most of us, I would imagine. Um, again, if we go back to Ephesians 5.25, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Even when I was down the wrong path, I think I probably would have taken a bullet for Sonia or one of the kids. But what this also means is daily sacrifice. It means sacrificing the little things. It means getting up when you're tired and washing the dishes for your wife. It means helping wash the clothes. It means when you get home from a long day's work and you're tired and you've got little kids, crawl on the bed with them. Talk to them. Love on them. Ask them how their heart is. Talk to them about the Lord. So it's the little things, the little sacrifices um, give up watching the ball game to take your girl to the, to the movies. So, men, we're called to do these things. We're called to pour ourselves out for the sake of our, of our wives and children. So, in closing, I just want to let you know that you will fail at this, men. It's just one of those things. You will fail. But even in your failure, you'll demonstrate to your children and to your wife the gospel Because if you're quick to ask for forgiveness and you're quick to repent, then that just models that for them. So don't worry about it. Fight. Keep trying, okay? Women, children, what can you do? We need encouragement. When you see us doing things, when you see us trying to pour ourselves out, when you see us loving sacrificially, when you see us working hard, let us know. Tell us we're doing a good job. Have you seen a little boy, maybe five years old, that goes out and maybe rakes the yard and you tell him, you encourage him a little bit, man, you're doing a good job raking those leaves. You can just see him stand up a little taller, stick his chest a little bit, he starts raking even harder. Well, we don't change much. <laughs> I mean, we really don't. A little bit of encouragement goes a long ways, ladies and children. So encourage your husbands, encourage your fathers. It means the world. So again, I just want to tell you, men, you can do this. With the strength of the Holy Spirit, you can do this. Let me pray for us real quick. Holy Father, thank you so much that you loved us, Lord. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that strengthens us. We can't do it without you, Father. We need you. We ask that, uh, that these men take these words and we'll uh, apply them to their lives as needed, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How many of you were encouraged by Brian's words?